the kids are back to school, and that means I gotta do parent-teacher conferences. Fun. Plus, in the news, the latest hurricane has brought out a whole new group of idiots. I've got some plain old ordinary dumb criminals, including one sent to me by my buddy the new man, a jackass who wants to marry his computer, and a pizza delivery man talking about delivering pizzas, and other such shit, in this week's featured podcast, The Pizza Podcast. Evening Hot Dad Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to the Odetto Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, Adam, the Odet Out. And this is the show where I share my twisted little life and family, what the who's it's, and make fun of some weird new shit, and pitch to you or share with you. Uh, one of my recommended podcasts that I am personally listening to that I think you should personally listen to because I just like sharing the things that I like. That's just kind of who I am. But, like I said, uh, it's, it's, it's back to school time. It's after Labor Day. And in some places, that's really just back to school time. For some places, oh, Labor Day, that's when you go back to school. And I think I talked about this before. But, yeah, my kids have been in school since the beginning of August. Which kind of sucks. From the... I I remember not having to go back to school until September. Well, now it's beginning of September. Or I guess at this point now it's middle of September. But it's it's September and I'm already having to do the first round of parent-teacher conferences. They haven't gotten their first report card yet, but we're doing parent-teacher conferences. And because, obviously, I'm the one that's home during normal school functional type hours, I'm the one who's got to go to these things. Which sucks, and it's not because I don't like interacting with teachers and I don't like doing all It's like, oh, want The problem is... The same basic problem that I have with just getting around in a normal day. I have four small children. So, when it's parent-teacher conference day, mind you, I've now got two kids in this, in school, so I've got to do both of them. Uh, I'm having to take the entire army, my, my entire swarm of children in like through this school that I've never been in. As I mentioned, my boys just started a new school that I don't know. I've never set foot inside this school. My wife did all of the paperwork and the back end. And when it came to taking the boys to school their first day, because she's one of those type of moms that's going to take them to school and cry her eyes out, taking them to school the first day of the year. She did all that. She's seen their classrooms. She's walked the school. She she did the tour with the principal and all that shit. I have no fucking clue where I'm going. I've got a stroller and three kids w- leading me like fucking sled dogs. 
And they've just got like, okay, whose conference is it today? Because of course they didn't schedule the two conferences the same day. The teachers did not coordinate. They did not get together and say, hey, we're going to put, well, you guys have two kids. Let's put both of your conferences in the same day and be really nice and courteous like that. No. We're going to put one kid on Thursday and one kid on Friday. <clears throat> and, of course, these have to be after school. And, well, if you know me, well, after school, I've got to fucking make dinner. I've got to, I've got shit to do because I've got work. This is Thursday and Friday. I work Thursday and Friday. And that means that not only am I having to do all this crap, but I'm having to do all this crap and still go home and do like my normal shit afterwards. That gets tedious as fuck. That made the end of my week just completely suck ass. And of course, like any business, the end of the week is where all the busy shit is. So Thursday night, Friday night, these are the nights of the week where I'm getting home at 5 a.m. So I'm dying. I'm just dying. Well, all of this crap going through, like, the new school and the... Hey, I'm going to say it. Any parents out there, is it not some weird, mysterious, crazy, what the fuck thing where your kids are fucking angels at school and then they're complete terrors at home and are lippy and rowdy and super psycho and all that crazy shit? I, 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 I'm almost positive this is not just me, but I've noticed the difference. All of my boys' teachers... Like, my oldest for the last, you know, he's in third grade now, and then even our our number two who's in kindergarten now, their teachers all say how great they are, and they're so well-behaved, and they're some of the, the smartest, which I totally believe my kids are smart, and they're really, my kids are really smart, like, just, yeah, I've just got smart kids, they're great, but they're like, oh, they're so smart. And they're so well-behaved, and they're some of the best-behaved kids in the class. And I'm like, who the fuck kids are you talking about? Because mine are both little shits. Both of mine are pain-in-the-ass, rowdy little fuckers who are lippy and mouth-off and are constantly fighting with anything and everything and turn everything into a competition. So you couldn't possibly be talking about my kids. Because on top of being really smart... My kids being really smart means they're smart asses. And they're lippy as fuck. And they'll turn everything into a crack. Or turn every... Or, or just get really smart with you. God, I hate having smart kids for that reason only. Because it fucking makes that, like... Yeah. It's hard to argue with a smart kid. Because they can argue back. And the arguments of... I because, or because I'm dad and I said so, dad, it doesn't, shit doesn't work when you got a smart kid. But I go into these, I'm like, I'm having to, you know, trudge through with my whole sled dog team of children plowing through this fucking school with another million other parents that are in there who've maybe set foot in the school a handful of times because they've only been in school for a month. Why the fuck are we doing 
parent-teacher conferences so early in the year. They do a meet-the-teacher thing before school starts. So why are we doing parent-teacher conferences so early? It's like, oh, well, here's what we're going to be doing in class. And here's, like, you could send this shit home in a pamphlet. Send me a booklet that says, here's what we're doing in class. But it's like, the here's what we're going to be doing this year. And here's how they're doing so far. It's like, he's been here a month. It's kindergarten. I see his work every day. I know what he's doing. It's kindergarten. You know, and my third grader was like, okay, yeah, I, I see everything. I see his homework. I have to check his homework because he's a shifty little fucker. And he will absolutely lie out his ass about his homework. And it's like four years. I've been having to hover over him to make sure he's doing his fucking homework. Because who likes homework? Nobody likes homework. Now, I was an honor student. I still fucking don't like homework. I never liked doing it. I was an honor student who could procrastinate like I was going for an Olympic gold medal in, in slacking. I could put off a fucking final exam term paper until the last fucking night and ace that bitch. Couldn't write shit up to that point. But that's a whole other thing. But, yeah, so there, we have these fucking parent-teacher conferences... Like, four weeks into the school year, and it's basically like, well, here's how they're doing, and here's what we're, you know, we're looking for. It's like, give me, let's let's do this after you give me a report card. Let's have a report card. Let's get them settled in. It's four weeks. You're barely settled into school in four weeks. It basically takes three or four weeks, really. I'm being honest. Because, again, honor student. I still had, I still fucking had to settle into school. But... Like, you come off the summer, you gotta shake off the summer, really settle into the you're in school now, and in settling into you're in school now, you basically, your brain shuts off for the first couple of weeks. You're not actually ready to learn, fuck what anybody else says, you're not actually ready to learn until like three or four weeks into school. I, I, I don't see why they're telling me what he's showing great progress yeah no shit his brain just turned on two weeks ago it he was trying to he was trying to live in the summer he was still on like summertime clock and bonus when you live in arizona and school starts in august you're still going it's still the summer you're going to school it's still 109 degrees outside and you're fucking getting sunburned just on the drive to school. It's still summer. We took the kids to the damn to a splash pad this week. Like this past weekend, we took the kids out to a splash pad because it's still a hundred and something degrees outside. Everybody's cheering this week because the low, the high temperature on Friday is supposed to only be ninety-eight degrees, and really. And this is a, a breakthrough. It's like, oh, yay, it's finally cooled down. The summer is over. We're out of triple digits. It's barely not summer. And kids have been in school for a month. Full month. Especially because it's like it's mid-September now. So, yeah, it's like a month and a half. Kids have been back to school. But, again, why am I doing a, a, a conference this early in the year? You're basically just telling me, Here's what we plan on doing, and you and they do like the uh, the standard testing, the the state 
tests on here's their performance in math and English and blah, blah, blah. And here's the results. And here's what, you know, we're planning on bringing them up. And here's what we're going to do about that. It's like, I don't need to sit down with you for 20 minutes and see a book of here's the work he's done. Flip, 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 flip. Okay. And then here's his test results on this test. And here's what the, the like, here's what the, the standard measurement is. And here's where he falls on the scale. And here's where his English is. And here's where his math is. I don't need to see that in conference form, especially when you're basically just, here's his, here's some work he did. He's great. Here's his test results. They're all right. And a little paper with some notes about like, how about you just give me the paper with the notes? Here's his test scores. All right, sign here, sign here. Haven't I? I send that shit back with him. I don't have to drag my kids out to the fucking school and and have them leading me lost through the fucking school because they're both new to this school and they've only they've barely been there a month and they know the path from the front door to their classroom, not anywhere else in the school. So, yeah. And tack on the fact that my boy's school also has a middle school attached to it. So, when we're out, like, navigating how the fuck do we get from the front office to your classroom and your classroom, we've got to also figure out, oh shit, there's a whole other school of parents and kids here for the same bullshit because everybody's doing parent-teacher conferences right now. But it's, I just, I, and I didn't get it at, at Charlie's other school, like before, all from kindergarten through the second grade. I didn't quite get, I've never gotten why they have to do parent-teacher conferences so damn early. I I get that they want to tell you and to keep you updated. And that's great. I like that they want to keep you updated, but why are they doing it so early? Wait until the fucking term. Wait until the first quarter is over. Wait until do one at the like at the end of the semester or some shit. It's like, hey, here's the progress we've made. If your kid is a fuck up, call the parents. Well, if a kid teachers, if the, a kid is a fuck up or a kid needs work, send letters home. Call the parents. Set up a conference. All that. Stuff. But why do do you have to have a conference with? Every single student, basically, to tell them, uh, here's, your kid's doing great, have a nice day. I didn't need to go to that. I, at my, my time, not saying my time is more valuable than others, but I just have less of it. I have less time in my day to drag all my kids to the school and have, you know, fussy toddlers jumping and climbing all over a classroom. I, I, that's a headache I don't need. And so I, yeah. And I, 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 I totally, I, I understand the need for parent teacher conferences. I totally do. And I remember going to them when I was a kid and bring, dragging my parents through the school and all that crap. But that shit happened later in the year. It gives you, it just, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm a crotchety old fuck. That's why. And on top of all this shit, because, you know, my boys, two of my boys just had birthdays in August. 
actually, incidentally, my oldest and my youngest just had birthdays. Well, that also means they need to get checkups. Because, you know, parents check up kids, doctors, it's the whole thing every year. You know, take your kid to the doctor. It's really good for him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but all this parent-teacher conference shit's going on. Then on Friday, like, one of my boys had his conference on Thursday. They're like, after school at 3.30, it's a pain in the ass because I got shit to do. But the other one has his conference on Friday. Friday, in order to make parent-teacher conferences more uh, convenient and probably just open up more time slots, they did early release. So the kids got out at 11. Well, what the fuck happens in my house around 11 o'clock? Fucking nap time. It's time for us to sleep. It's time for me to sleep. Because, guess what? I just got home at 5. And then I gotta be up at 6.30 with the with the little boys, because they're all going, they're all leaving. So I gotta be up with the little boys, and I'm dealing with them. And then we're supposed to be taking a nap. No, we've gotta go pick up the boys from school. Oh, and then we gotta come home and have lunch, and then, oh yeah, immediately fucking turn around and go back to the school for a fucking conference that's gonna take 10 minutes. I'm gonna have to drive 20 minutes to sit for... 10 minutes just for the teacher to say, hey, your kid's doing really great. He's really smart. He's one of my best students. Here's his test scores. Have a nice day. Bye. Could have gotten that in an email. And then, because my day couldn't get more hectic, we get to spin around from the parent-teacher conference and go right to the doctor. Because they both need to have their annual post-birthday checkups. Which runs me straight through my prep time for dinner. And I'm like, well, fuck, I haven't had any rest. I am on zero sleep. And all of my shit today. And I haven't had time to make fucking dinner. That, that's, uh, that That's probably my biggest frustration is just because it all stacked. And it's, it's generally it's just kind of because of my boy's birthdays and shit and all this. And it all builds at the same time. And so, yeah, I'm a little crotchety. What the fuck of it? But, yeah, I'm just... I've always had to be the one to go to the parent-teacher conferences. My wife works in the daytime. So, I get a little miffed about them. I don't like doing it. And it's not even like... Like I said, I don't have a problem with my kids' teachers. My, my kids have always had... Except for one. My kids have had great teachers. There was just one we didn't really like. Every, everybody's got that one. Everybody's got, like, a teacher that they they don't like. One of their kids' teachers, they're just like, eh, fuck off, I don't like you. But, I mean, I... That's just... Yeah. But I just don't like doing them. And it may, maybe it just goes to I don't like to socialize. I think that's it. It's like, you get me behind the mic, you can't shut me up. Obviously. But when it comes to, like, I don't really know this person, uh, you know, face-to-face -face interaction, I'm a fake-it-all-fucking-day kind of person. I can pretend to be comfortable sitting in this little child desk talking to this person that I don't know. But it's just because I, 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 I do the wisecracking, making dumb jokes, and, and ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
tweaking because I'm not comfortable in social situations. But that's just me. Apparently, it's a lot of other people. I've been I've 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 been chatting with uh, other podcast friends of mine who are very similar. They're like super introverted. Stick them behind the mic, or get them in their little close knit group of people, and they're they're you you can't fucking you're like it's like you pulled Woody strings straight out of his back, and he won't shut up. That's kind of me in the right circumstance, like right now. Pull my string, and I can fucking go. If I'm in the right situation. If I'm not, then... Uh, I'm... Yeah, that's me. That's me when I'm in those other so social situations. Not good. But, yeah. it's it's But it's kind of funny. I guess I did, because I've had those conversations with, with some other podcast friends of mine. So it's kind of funny. Introverted podcasters... What an oxymoron. I'm sorry. Sidebar. I can't think of that word and not think of that movie, Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito. Like, who are you calling an oxymoron? Like, not oxymoron, schmuck. Sorry. <laughs> I had to go there. I, it's my brain. Sorry. But. Oh, man. I've rambled on for 20 minutes about school shit. So, let's take a little break, and I will be back with weird shit from the news. Do you know what I hate, Bex? What's that? Movie trailers. Seriously, we go to the movies, we pay a shit ton of money to go and actually see the movie, and then I've got to wait 10-15 minutes to watch like 7 or 8 trailers for movies some of them I don't give a shit about, some of them I do, but I've seen them like 18 times on YouTube already, I don't want to see it, just play the goddamn movie! But isn't that what this is? What? Isn't this like a, you know, like a trailer for our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, that we try and do every single week? That you can find on Spreaker and iTunes. Or you can check out on garrisrandomramblings.space. You know what? I love trailers. They're the best. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. Hi, my name's Jeremy. I've listened to podcasts for years. I've always had questions about my favorite shows or for my favorite hosts. I started a Facebook group called Podcasts We Listen To. It's a place where listeners can talk about their favorite shows and find new favorites. It's a place where podcasters can get tips on improving their shows, share their shows, and find new audiences. It's a place for all things and all genres of podcasts. That group has taught me that we all have questions about our favorite hosts. And now that group has become a show called Podcasts We Listen To. You can join me every Wednesday as I sit down with your favorite podcast hosts. You can get in questions for hosts by emailing them to podswelistento at gmail.com or you can tweet me at podcastswlt. And of course, you can join the Facebook group as well. I'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your favorite shows. See you next Wednesday. Hey, so I think I'm going to rip off Netflix and Swill here and give you a little backstage odd dad out news update, including some shoutouts to my recent five-star reviews on iTunes, starting with ST Scotty from the UK, Dr. Toboggan, 
from the U.S. Comic Book Nation 45, O'Neill 5299, and Enozoria, and I believe that is actually Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. Uh, thank you all very much for your five-star reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever the fuck you want to call it right now. And if you want to leave me a review because you're a really awesome person and you want to hear your name on this show, Apple Podcasts, or just leave me one on the Facebook page. That's cool. Facebook.com slash out because then I don't have to go browsing through iTunes to find it. Or if you just want to tell me I suck, you can drop me an email, odddadout at gmail.com. I'm going to try and do some more stuff with this little mid-roll bullshit of what's a fuzz about the thing here. Yeah, because that all was English. And I'm going to be working on trying to get some merch made. Maybe some shirts, maybe some coffee mugs, because of course I have to have coffee mugs. And maybe you can try checking some of that shit out. I will keep you updated right here in this little bit. But now, on to the news. Alright, well, first off, I've got a couple of stories that can only be described as because Florida. Or at the same time, they are because Florida hurricanes bring out stupid people. Because in Florida, in a couple of places, upwards of 50,000 people have signed up to try, well, had signed up because the hurricane's gone, had signed up to try to redirect the hurricane using, like, fans. Like box fans and desk fans and shit like this. And I real I'm I'm hoping, hoping. I mean, whoever started this whole thing and these groups and these whole get-togethers and hey, let's try and turn the fan around or turn the fan, turn the storm around. Let's get thousands of people to change the direction of the wind and rub it. Hey, that's not how weather works. Um, B. I realize this absolutely, by whoever started this, has to be a prank. It had to be a prank. Or at least some really snarky sort of joke. The problem is, there are people who are dumb enough to think this is real, and think this is an option, and think they are protecting their house by placing their uh, desk fan or their little oscillating $20 fan from Walgreens on their roof, to redirect the storm and think it will work. These are the same people who think if they, if everybody jumps at the same time, they will throw the Earth off axis. So, yeah, I I, I realize that it's 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 a it's a joke, and whoever started it was just being you know, kind, you just almost say they're being trolly, like they're gonna say, hey, how many idiots are really gonna think this is a real thing? How many people are going to sign up and, yeah, ha, 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 yeah, we'll totally do that. And it'll be in on the joke. Well, they're still going to have a bunch of fucking idiots that think it's real. You don't get 50-something thousand people all in on the joke. 
people just aren't that smart. And come on, it's Florida. And everybody knows Florida. At the same time, there's another 50-something thousand fuckers who decided, well, I'm just going to take my frustration of the storm out by firing my guns into the storm. To the point that the sheriffs, like a couple of county sheriffs in Florida, had to come out and make press releases and say, do not fire your guns into the storm, it is incredibly dangerous. Uh, never mind the fact that firing guns into the air in any circumstance is dangerous as fuck. You are firing into a circular weather pattern, which could actually bring your bullets back. They could hit anywhere. Don't do it. It's dumb. And the guy who started the whole I'm gonna fire my guns at the storm and be all pissed off and ragey, and I was like, oh, you should do it too. And this guy who started this group, Got who's like, seriously, the sheriffs are taking this seriously? It's a joke. Don't you get that it's a joke? I was like, well, the problem is, like I said before, there are enough dumb fuckers who are going to take this seriously. Again, you don't get 50,000 people to sign up for something that's like that without getting at least a handful of them that are taking it seriously and being dumb fucks. I'm sure there were a, a... I'd probably say there were at least a hundred people, and that's probably being really... I'm, I'm being really easy on them, saying it's only a hundred people. But I'm sure there were a hundred or a couple hundred people who put fucking fans on their roof. And I'm sure there's more than that who got pissed off and started shooting into the fucking storm. And that's not like they're trying to redirect the storm by firing bullets at it. They're just trying to, you know, lent out their frustrations. But if you're close enough to shoot a hurricane, hey, you're shooting air and wind and rain and shit, dumb fuck. But you're you're close enough that being outside is hazardous to your health, especially when it's an, oh, category five fucking hurricane, you dumb fuck. <sighs> but Florida. Ah. <sighs> I mean, I guess it, the guy said that, oh, it's, it's a joke. Don't they get that it's a joke? Like, well, yeah, the sheriffs also know they live in Florida and they know there's at least a handful of dumb fucks who are going to be out there firing guns into a storm. So, sorry, the sheriffs are right to warn the idiots. Don't be fucking stupid. Uh, speaking of, of idiots that are being stupid with the hurricane, apparently there was a, a, I can only describe this as a royal fuck-up in maybe human resources. Uh, in, in hiring an ASL interpreter because while they were giving out the emergency press conference about evacuations, the ASL, the sign language interpreter who's standing there, who's signing and for the for the hearing impaired, basically mistranslated the entire press conference. He got that fucker all wrong. I think they said around 95% of what he translated, what he put out, was wrong. So they, sounds to me like they found a guy who said he knew sign language. Really, all he knew was how to tell someone to shove it up their ass 
He knew how to flip someone the bird. Um, he knew the vulgar. He he knew street slang. He he knew gang sign language. This fool did not know sign language, at least not well enough to be the official ASL interpreter for an emergency press conference because this dumb fuck fucked it up. That's all you can say. Who the fuck hired the guy who doesn't know... Who's got to stand there and give the emergency information and fucks up the information? Live. How do you how do you get that job and then totally fuck it up? I don't yeah, don't get it. Someone somebody in the HR department for that uh gov- that uh, police department or city or whoever the fuck it was. They they need to a fire that guy and they need to fire whoever the fuck hired that guy. Bye-bye a fucked up ASL guy and bye-bye whatever dumbass fucking hired him. <sighs> okay. Out of the storm and into the outback. Okay, not the outback. I don't know where the fuck Alice Springs. It's in the Northern Territory. If my map is, I have no clue what the fuck because I don't know Australia that well. But my buddy, the new man from what's happening with the new man, um, which is currently on break because he's sick as fuck, uh, sent me a story straight out of his hometown of Alice Springs, Australia, where a man stole a painting, well, store, stole a number of paintings from an art gallery, and then, when he was trying to sell them off, tried to sell them to their owner. That's right. Dumbass, break, like, steals a bunch of paintings from a museum. Goes and tries to sell, like, oh, yeah, I well, how do you dispose of stolen art? Well, you've got to find, like, an art dealer or somebody who wants these paintings. Well, these paintings are apparently wanted, so he finds the guy who wants these paintings, and he goes to try to sell these paintings to the guy who wants these paintings, and, oh, yeah, it's the fucking guy who owned them, you dumb fuck. Naturally, he was very quickly arrested, and according to the new man, this is just another day in the Alice. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I I'm not gonna say there there are places Florida where that sort of shit is is very likely. That's some shit that you you seems like it's gonna be in a parody heist movie. Like somebody's doing a, a knockoff of Ocean's Eleven, and that's the shit that happens. Yeah. But yeah, I I couldn't skip that one because just the fact that. They did it happen. That's some shit you hear about. You think it's a joke, and you, but it actually fucking happens because there is no limit to people's stupidity. Speaking of people's stupidity, a couple of Baltimore guys tried to rob a bar. What's stupid about that other than crime, you say? This bar was chock full of cops because... They were holding a retirement party (laughs) in this bar. Entire bar completely filled with police as these two dumb fucks go in there to try and rob the place. Oh yeah, they were arrested quick. (laughs) I mean, I realize that, you know, police don't 
drive their police cars off duty when they're, you know, at the bar. It looks bad. When they're at the, reti- you know, chief's retirement party, they're probably not going to have 20 cop cars sitting outside the bar. But, you know, maybe you should have checked the place out first, something. I don't know. Do they call it casing the joint? Case the joint. Find out that, oh, fuck, let's not rob the place on Tuesday. There's going to be about 50 cops inside. Uh, Again, arrested quickly, dumb fucks. Now, you'd think somebody like that would be the jackass of the week. But, oh no. I've got another one for you. A man is suing the state of Alabama over gay marriage... Because he wants to marry his computer. That's right. Not because he is gay and wants to get married. Because guess what? That's legal. Congress or the, the Supreme Court ruled like gay marriages is legal. Not a problem. Well, he's using the gay marriage ruling as kind of a really fucked up, idiotic stepping stone. To say that he should legally be able to marry his computer. And he's making the same argument, basically, for uh, polygamists and and, and people... Uh, what is, uh, what's the fucking word? Basically saying that anybody who wants to marry any what and who that they want to, if they want to marry a farm animal or five people or a computer... Because that is their self-identified sexuality and their sexual preference. And they should be allowed to get legally married because that is their identified sexual preference. Well, dumb fuck. Um, you still have to marry a human. You know, they removed uh, the archaic, the, out, the overly uptight laws saying that gay people can't get married. And that don't have the same protections because this is human rights. That's the bitch here, dude. Mister, I want to be a, I want to fucking stir shit up just to get fucking attention, dumb fuck. Human rights. Human A and human B have the right to get married. Human A does not have, human A has the right to fuck his computer. Sorry, you do. You want to be a weirdo? Fine. I'm going to fucking say weirdo. Uh, what the fuck's he called? Technophile or whatever the fuck he called? A machinist. I'm sorry, that's a dude who works a lathe in a factory. That's a machinist. But, and calls himself a machinist. Well, Mr. Machinist, you want to fuck your iMac? Go ahead. You can't marry the thing. It's an inanimate object. That's the deal. Because guess what? Marriage requires consent. I don't think your computer is going to consent to this. I'm pretty sure your computer doesn't consent to whatever the hell you're doing to it. To it, This is worse than that chick who said she married the fucking train station. Because she's not suing. This dumbass is suing. And he's not just suing the state of Alabama. He's suing Texas, Utah, and Colorado. Because he... Where did he got... A marriage license. Oh my god. New Mexico gave him a marriage license. For his computer. 
whatever the fuck crack they're smoking in New Mexico, that they issued him a marriage license for his computer. Maybe he said, I'll sue, and uh, you just got scared or whatever. But he's suing all these states and saying, if you won't validate my marriage to my computer in your state, then I want you to issue me a new license because you arbitrarily allow gay people to get married, so you should be able to allow other people with other sexual preferences. Like, look, fuckface. There are rules in place for a reason. Now, I'm, I will, I will agree with him in the, the polygamy argument is a fair argument to be had. If, you know, you're going to allow gay marriage, fine, you can use that as a stepping stone to allow certain people in polyamorous relationships to have, to be legally married in certain contexts. Fine. That needs to get detailed out and w- and worked out on its own. You still can't marry your computer. You still can't marry a horse. They're not humans. They cannot provide human consent. That's the biggest. If for no other legal argument reason, they can't provide, you know, consent. A marriage license is a legal document. It's a legal binding contract, people. It's a legal document. A horse can't sign a legal document. You own a horse. You own a computer. You don't own your spouse. You cannot own a person. Therefore, you cannot marry property. There. You can't marry property. A person is not property. That's why gay people can get married. And again, not that I'm championing... uh, polygamy or saying that they should be able to, but I can at least see that argument. This guy's just a dumb fuck looking for attention because he you know, wants to be a dumb fuck. Because he says he used to be gay. I used to be gay and now I'm a machinist. No, you are gay and weird and even gay people wouldn't sleep with you. That's what it was. You're a fucking weirdo who wants to marry his computer. And yeah, I'm gonna fucking say, you're a fucking weirdo. And the fact that any court is willing to take this case is just sad. But, yeah, no, I hope this shit goes away, because, oh my god, this guy's a dumb fuck. Ah, uh, yeah. Didn't think you could beat the dumbasses robbing the cop bar, did you? But I did it. I did it. And I'll do it again, maybe another time. You know, I, I do like when I upstage myself and jackassed them. Uh, I will say it's it's getting harder. But, but let's take one last little break. And I'll be right back with this week's recommended listening, The Pizza Podcast. Your guide to cinema etiquette for the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Tip 43. When attending the cinema with your good friends or significant other, don't assume anyone else has any interest in what you have to say. So, always remember... Whisper, fuckface. It's not rocket science. For more useful cinema etiquette, join Paul and Wayne on the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews Podcast at Podomatic on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Mark James from the popular Poop Culture Podcast. I'm here today to talk to you about a serious matter millions of Americans struggle with each and every day. 
Do you suffer from a moderate to severe disinterest in life? Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with social perplexia, a general knowledge deficiency? Then Poop Culture, with all the snatch them in, may be right for you. The Poop Culture Podcast gives you your minimum daily required allowance of popular culture, comedy, and general tomfoolery. Please operate heavy machinery while listening to Poop Culture. If you achieve an erection lasting more than four hours, then good for you. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, nausea, diarrhea, general sense of euphoria, hallucinations, side and stomach cramps, social gaping, anal leakage, and dry mouth. Listen to the Poop Culture Podcast and gain the confidence you need to relate to people once again. No need to ask your doctor because Poop Culture is right for you. Poop Culture, yeah, it's a Poop Culture. Recommended listening. Just driving around. Don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Just dropped off a delivery. It's just an average delivery. Pretty normal. Sometimes I have some pretty interesting deliveries. But that one, I have to say, is pretty fucking normal. There wasn't anything exciting about it. But I do have some things to talk about. I always wondered what it would be like to just start a podcast and see what happened. And I'm just driving back to the shop, don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about, where I'm going to start, what is going on with anything, but I just figured I'd just fucking push record and uh, start talking maybe about pizza deliveries, maybe about fucking fishing, maybe about the Bruins, I don't fucking know, but... There is some funny shit that I have to talk about, and I don't know if anybody's going to listen to me, so I just have to record it, I guess, and see if somebody will listen. So, that there is the gist of the pizza podcast, and I totally, I'm going to own up to, I started listening to this show because this guy was basically the first unsolicited iTunes review I got. Uh, Everybody else that reviewed the show has been uh, podcast friends of mine and other shows that I've featured and things like that. But this guy, I'm just checking one day and see, oh, hey, pizza podcast. He's saying some really nice stuff about the show. And I started seeing a lot of retweets and a lot of action from him on Twitter. And I was like, hmm, okay, I've, this guy is, is doing a great job out there of, of sharing my stuff and said really nice stuff about my show. I was like, I got to see what's up with this show, what's going on here. And I listened to it, and that's, I mean, what you heard there was kind of it. He's a pizza, he's a pizza delivery guy. He records into his iPhone as he's delivering pizzas, and he talks about shit going on in, and is very much like a food service sort of gripey sort of shit. But it's kind of like something that I would totally have done way back in the day when I was working in restaurants. If I were in his position of doing a lot of driving, which I do for my job now, but you're a carpet cleaner, there's less to bitch about, and there's another guy in the van. But he. He basically, he, he chats into his phone, usually like his uh, little headset 
You know, the kind that like everybody gets with their phones. And yeah, I'm going to say it's not, no, it's not the best audio quality because it's a guy talking, basically kind of doing what like I said, I, I've tried to do in the past and it just doesn't work, but just kind of free thinking while driving. Well, in his case, he's free thinking while driving on the job delivering pizzas. So a lot of stuff he talks about is kind of like it's, it's pizza delivery related. Not all of it. Sometimes he talks about, they mentioned a little bit like about sports and he's had a few interviews with different people and those are interesting because it's 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 obvious that he's not a great interviewer but it doesn't really matter because it's not really about the interview questions it's really just kind of about the the conversation and it's part of why i listen to any interviews they've got to be kind of natural conversation and he just kind of has those conversations. I mean, he was talking to one guy who was a beekeeper and another guy who had a podcast about the show Six Feet Under, but he was also a mortician. And so it was equal parts talking about the show Six Feet Under and parts about being a mortician, how you come into that. And so, but the majority of his stuff, short shows, like 15, 20 minutes. Uh, other than his interviews are, are pretty long, like hour plus long episodes, and that's fine. But his like his major his main shows, him running around doing deliveries, he's talking about who's you know, who's tipping well, um the the hassle of, of delivering pizzas in the rain and the way people treat you and how like the way some people talk down to you or treat you as if you're less than them. Because you're in the service industry. Because, oh, you're the guy delivering my pizza. And I guess because I spent 13 years as a restaurant manager, this stuff really speaks to me. It's just like the way it's about how people are. And the way people treat other people who, like, people look down on the service industry. It's really, and when you look at what is almost considered to be the lowest rung of the service industry, you look at the pizza delivery guy and you almost think like you almost, people almost look at people who work at McDonald's like, well, at least you're making something. That guy is just driving around. Like, well, fuck you. That guy has a dangerous fucking job. How do you know? It's like, he's got a risky job in that he has to go out there and take this food and all that. And that's kind of, Hey, you've got to, that's a hell of a service. You've got to get the food to the person while it's hot, while they don't get fucking in, in timely manner, collect money from somebody. Don't get robbed. Don't have somebody rip you off. I've, I've, I've known delivery drivers who say they keep a knife or a gun or a baseball bat or some shit in their car because shit can go sideways. Totally. But I, and I haven't heard anything about that necessarily, but it is a dangerous job. And it's also, it's a lot of, it's a tedious, it's, it's going around, but he is absolutely making the most of this job talking about what's going on. It's like, Hey, this was a really nice house or talking, just going fishing. It's like, it's day off talking about going fishing, shit like that. But talking about all the little doodads and who's it's and whatnot. And so I dig this show because it's, it's different. And like I said, it's, Every episode I listen to, it's like he speaks to me. Like, this guy could have worked with me back in the day. It'd been like one of my little work buddies that we were sitting there bitching about the same shit. Uh, 
Because that's just, yeah, every time I feel like I'm, I'm compelled to be live tweeting his show as I'm, as I'm listening to it. Usually, unfortunately, because of the length, this is one of those shows I listen to on my commute where I can pay attention to it, but I can stack a couple of them. Or I get a lot of my short shows in while I'm driving because it makes it easier to get a lot of them through. Because it's, it's hard to change shows. When you listen to a 10 minute show, it's harder to do that when you, sandwich a 10 minute show between like a bunch of two hour shows but all that aside it's a great show and i've been hearing a lot of talk about him in other shows i listen to he's i mean he's only if i don't remember how many episodes he's at right now he's he's a pretty consistent you could say prolific uh producer he he gets a lot of shows out and i don't think they're they're actually numbered let me look let's Pull back the curtain and pull up my phone. And because he doesn't number his episodes, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not going to sit there and count them while I'm recording. And I'm not going to edit it out because, fuck, that's more time spent not sleeping. Which I think it is about time to do. But you can catch the Pizza Podcast. On Twitter at Pizza Podcaster and your podcatcher of choice, search for Pizza Podcast, one word, no space, or at pizzapodcast.libson.com. But that is going to do it for me for this week. Thank you so much to everybody who left me reviews in Apple Podcasts. And if you want to hear your name in the show, send me a review. I will give you a shout out too, just like all of those guys. And remember, you can get all of the links to these various weird ass news stories and all of my ever growing recommended listening list at odddadout.blogspot.com. Eventually, I will convince my wife to just let me get my own .com. Uh, and reach out to me on Twitter and Facebook at odddadout, of course. But until next week, thank you and good night.